Welcome to She's a 10 times 5. You got it. That's the big 5-0. Listen along as we try to figure out our what's next as we venture into this new age of reinvention. Through relatable topics, real-life stories, and inspiring guests, join us on our journey of growth and laughter. Hey, I'm Lori, former Army Airborne Captain, but don't let that fool you. I'm the loose cannon. And I'm Lisa, a girl's girl who loves sugar, but watch out for that spice. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to She's a 10. I am here in Studio 50 with my pal, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lisa. How are we today? We're good. We're good. I'm ready. You look good. Look good, feel good. Thank you. She's like got that. she's got a little sparkly collar on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... she's very girly girl, but kind of like really sophisticated at the same time. Oh, well, thank you. I try. I try. How, what's new with you? Hey, well, by the way, speaking of new, what happened with your little excursion you did or well, test or what do you want to call that? It was an audition. Okay. <laughs> okay. Audition. I didn't it know. It was an audition. Yeah. So for the listeners, I, at least, and I have been proselytizing, answer the call to why not and say yes. And so I got asked to audition for a USAA commercial for Army Navy. And I was very reluctant, but I said yes. After I forced you to say yes. Well, you guilted me into it. You shamed me into it. (laughs) And so I did and I submitted. And then Lisa helped me do a second kind of ask of a video with we made yeah, a play on Gronk. We did. Yeah, that was ah, fun. It was my directorial debut. It was, it, a lot was of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. And I thought we did it, you know, a couple of t- takes when yeah. we were ready. And I submitted and then they asked me to do the final callback audition, which was over Zoom. And let's just put it this way, it was a dumpster fire. Oh no. It was it, it was a dumpster fire. I felt kind of like because they could see me, I couldn't see them. I, like I was part of the Squid Games. Hmm, yeah, that's weird. It was a good analogy, I felt. But anyways, but but surprisingly enough, I was in the final mix, but I, I, I think I got cut and I, I'm going with I got aged out. Hey, I, I am going with good for you for doing it. Thank and you. look how far you got. And you didn't even want to do it. That's awesome. I did say thank you. Thank you. So let it be known that I said yes. You said yes. And I never will again. <laughs> oh, no, you know. That's not true. That's okay, not let's true. hop in. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I've. I'm really, uh, this topic today is very intriguing to me and fascinating, and I'm really looking forward to getting into it. I'm all, I love, like... Learning about yourself? Well, okay, well, yeah. Who doesn't love to learn about themselves? Self-discovery. Self-discovery, but also just like thinking on a higher level, or, or at least that's how I'm interpreting what this is. Just really looking into your subconscious or super conscious maybe and thought processes yeah Yeah. well this is great so uh today in studio and she's here with us because she's a local hi jackie hi uh we have one of my very dear friends jackie grossman and we got to talking one day and she was telling me what she's been doing and then she had a great idea for what we're going to do today which is she is going to talk us through human design Okay. What's that all about? And then she actually, before she got here, did Lisa Nice Human Design. So, like, she's basically the host today. I love it. It's going to be great. Okay. Without further ado, I'm going to give the full scoop on Miss Jackie sitting to my right. 
Okay, Jackie Grossman has spent the past 30 years of her life researching, learning, and experimenting with, okay, this is a mouthful, and I, I, wow, many energetic, metaphysical, and quantum concepts. Her studies include homeopathy, Bach flower essence, cranial sacral, did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm on it today. (laughs) Therapy, massage therapy, yoga, breath work meditation, past life regression, and ding, ding, human design. Nice. That's a a lot. That's that's a lot. That's a big resume. Yeah, it is. Being a woman over 50, so she's right in our wheelhouse, she now dedicates her her work to quantum healing hypnosis technique. I want to know more about that. Yeah. A form of past life regression and human design in which she helps people understand the energetic blueprint with which they were born. Her goal is to help others flow easier in this world. We all need a little of that. Yes. And understand how to work with their own energy instead of working against it. I highlighted that. I love that part of her bio. Yeah. Okay. She believes most of us have been conditioned out of our own natural intuition. However, with understanding this intuition easily and willingly returns to our awareness. Jackie also helps parents understand the human design of their children Something she believes can help strengthen family bonds. I love that. Jackie was born and raised in Chicago. She received her BS in psychology from Loyola University of Chicago and then got her master's in industrial organizations, organizational psychology from Cal State University, Long Beach. Welcome, Jackie Grossman. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? We're doing good, except for, you know, you put me through the ringer with that bio. Gosh, I should have read that out loud before. I, I mean, there, there were a lot of long, complicated words in that sucker. She pushed you. Gosh, no. sorry about that. Lots of good stuff. You did great, though. You did great. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Called her worst and a couple other things. Yeah. <laughs> that, you did good. You did great. I know Lori loves me, so we're good. Yeah, we're all good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about... Uh, we, I don't even know where to start because we're going to do life this this thing called human design. Right. But how did are is that and the H T T eight no Q H H T yes R E S B C T. Quantum healing hypnosis technique. That's something separate. That's from something life separate. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So we're okay. going to just zone in on the human design part. Exactly. Okay. Well, do you want to give a little bit like just yeah. a quick? Fly, I mean, I gave your bio, but a quick flyby on. Just your story and yeah, okay, and then what to walk you? us through yeah. human design. All right, okay, all right. So yeah, I mean, about thirty years ago, I read the book "Many Lives, Many Masters" by Brian Weiss, Doctor Brian Weiss, and um, he was a, a Columbia educated psychiatrist, very academic man, and he was doing some work with a woman who was agoraphobic and could not, you know, it was just fears were just like imposing on her entire life. She couldn't even leave her apartment. Mm. And so he starts working with her, tries everything and nothing works. So finally he goes, I'm going to do some hypnosis work with her. So he does that and he brings her back to the first time that she has this fear, these fears, right? And much to his surprise, he goes back, she goes back to this ancient life in Greece where there is a tidal wave coming for her village and she's trying to save her baby and like his mouth just drops because he's thinking I don't even know what to make of this and I've got all these academic colleagues and like how am I going to explain this one you know right so he does the work with her and she leaves that week and she comes back the following week and says I'm better I'm doing better 
So he's like, okay, I'm going to continue to explore this because I am a man of science and I want to know where this goes. So he continues to work with her week after week. And every week she visits maybe that life, it might be a different life, but she keeps getting better and better and better. And then it's to the point where she's cured, but she's still coming in for sessions and she starts to give him messages from the masters for himself. And it's What are masters? So these are like ascended masters, like ascended souls that essentially are, you know, wise, that have like this universal knowledge that are in another higher dimension. And yeah, wild, huh? And and so she she starts telling him about a child that he lost at a very young age. The child was a few weeks old. He never had told anybody about this child. And this was in the 80s. So it wasn't a time when you could go online and you could find this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Starts telling him that this was something that their family, there was like a debt that the family was paying. And paying's not the right word, but I'm just going to use that word. And so this child came through for that purpose, and he knew that you could hand you and your wife would be able to handle this, you know. And so this was sort of predestined. And he was just like, I, you know, thinking about how am I going to go to my colleagues and tell them that I'm ha- I'm doing this because once again, this is a man of of science of you know hardcore science. But he made a decision in his life to open up about this work. And since that point, he's been one of the foremost practitioners in past life regression. And he's helped like thousands of people work through traumas that they're carrying in this life. So once I read that book, I just opened my world up to like the concept that there's so much more going on around us than just what we physically see and what we physically hear and touch. And so I started to go down a rabbit hole of my own. And I read all his books And I started to learn about energetic medicine, like homeopathy and Bach flowers, which I used with my own kids when they were growing up. Because one of the things that I noticed was whenever they were getting sick, there was always an emotional component beforehand. You ever notice that? Your kids would be really cranky before. You'd be like, oh, they're getting sick. My kids are always cranky. (laughs) (laughs) So um, with homeopathy and with Bach flowers, you tune into the totality of the person. So the emotional aspect is part of the sickness, right? So I learned how to treat my own kids and family and friends with homeopathy and, and helped my kids work through a lot of things on that level. And even like performance anxiety and things like that. And what that opened me up to was the fact that everything is a frequency. Like us sitting here right now is a frequency. All the people that have been in your studio brought some kind of frequency here. You bring something. All the experiences we had this morning, last night, we're about to have. Everything is operating on a frequency. And so human design is no different. It's like what frequency did you come in with? What sort of energetic frequencies did you come in with? And what are you here to experiment with in this lifetime? Would you say that that's kind of like when you say, you know, they're born hardwired the way they are? I mean, that's another way of saying it. They're, you're kind of, you come into this world already kind of predestined to be a certain way. Is that what you're trying to say? Mm, not really, because it's always, human design's always expansive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's never like limiting, like mm-hmm. you cannot do this, you can't do that because you're this energy type or you're that energy type. It's more like, this is how you're going to work with this energy in this life. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is that as humans, we really think in duality like this or that. But the truth of the matter is when you're working with energy, there's so many, there's so much gray area. There's so many levels in between this and that. And in human design, that's one of the things you learn. Like, you know, 
like if you're a certain, like a generator or a projector, right? Okay, there's 8 billion people on this planet. So there's a lot of generators and projectors. But you start with like, this is your design. This is your energy type. Then it's like, these are your strategies for living. And this is all within your chart specifically, right? And mm-hmm. each chart is different. This is your profile. These are your channels. These are your gates. And then even within those different levels, there's levels. So there's wow. always something to work with mm-hmm. and to expand with. Sounds like a hairball, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a question going yeah. back. Okay, so you talked about this this professor, this doctor. Yeah. And he was going into past life regression with this woman. How was he reach? How was this woman reaching these past lives? Was it, was it through hypnosis? Through hypnosis. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I missed that piece of yeah. you said. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So human design is basically the concept that we've all come in with a certain type, a certain type of energies we want to work with in this lifetime. And it's based on the Kabbalah tree of life. It's based on astrology. It's based on the chakras and it's based on the I Ching. And it's also based on quantum physics. Okay. So these things come, I know, right? A lot. That's a lot. Okay. So that all sort of comes together to design who everybody is, right? And it's like I said, it's always expansive. So once you know your design, you can understand how to work with energies. And a lot of times people have told us to do things and they mean well, like, you know, be a go-getter, do this or do that. But it's not energetically correct to do it the way they do it. You, you're like, you're tuned into the way your soul wants to work when you're a baby, right? You come in and it's very clear. So your soul knows what it wants to do. And then there's like your aura, right? And it gets filled up with all this stuff that people tell you. And your aura is your communication system with your higher power, whatever that is, universe, God, Shakti, whatever that is to people. And they're out there, your higher power is like, look, I kind of want to give you what you want, but I'm confused because there's all this stuff that isn't really you in your aura. Mm. So with human design, when you clear out the aura, and then you sort of, you start flowing instead of having all this chaos, that's when your higher power is like, oh yeah, okay, Mm. now I can help you. Now I can help you do this or that. So, and within human design, there's five energy types. There's a projector, there's a generator, there's a manifesting generator, there's reflectors, and there's manifestors. Okay. And so each energy type has a little Can you diff- explain them briefly? Like what- Definitely. Okay. Yeah. What's a projector? So a projector, actually, Lori, you're a projector. So what a projector is, is um, they call them non-energy beings. Okay. Now it doesn't mean you don't have your own energy, right? <laughs> clearly, <laughs> we clearly I have energy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think that's a fun term and I love to, I love to say mm-hmm. that term. So projectors are here. They're like the seers of our society. All right. So they come in and they want to fix. They want to do. They want to debug. They want to make things better. It's what projectors do naturally. And they have the ability. They're like a wise owl sitting on a branch, right? They look down at the rest of us. And I don't mean down like you're judging us, but they're like up above Mm -hmm. and they look at us and they kind of see all of us, the rest of us running around. Mm -hmm. And they just really have this ability to oversee us and go, you could make that better. And this is how I know. So quite often they're completely obsessed with systems and like that sort of thing, which I, so I find it very interesting that you were in the military because Mm -hmm. talk about the ultimate system. I mean, yeah. There you go, right, you know. Right. Um, so they, the, you know, a lot of engineers are projectors, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, generators are the type of people who hold the life. Oh, and the reason they're called non-energy beings is because they can 
plug into a room. So you come in and you have like this ability to plug into the energy of the room. You, just, you get it? Yeah. yeah. So they just kind of walk in. They're like, they feel it. And that's part of their ability to make things better is by feeling what's going on. Does that make sense, Lori? It does. Okay. Hoot, hoot. That's my <laughs> owl. <laughs> that's my owl noise. Okay. And then generators, which is what Lisa is. You're a generator. Ooh, okay. I'm a generator too. All right. Generators, they carry the life force for humanity. Okay, just a little just a little bit of pressure. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> Jeez, no, I'm not worthy. No, I mean I, I love to say that too, but every No wonder I have a kink now. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and we are very like visceral creatures. So we we're either like drawn or repelled to things through our gut. It's like you're either drawn to something or you're, it just like pushes you away completely, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We want everybody around us to rise up to feel good. It's very much in our nature to want to bring everybody else up around us. But sometimes we can really lose ourselves in that because we kind of have to work. Most generators have boundary karma to work with, you know, because mm, they have to sort of figure that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Manifesting generators, they're, well, manifestors are the type of people, they're very playful. Obviously, manifestors, as you can tell, a lot of manifestors have sort of like built this world. I mean, a manifestor kind of is what it sounds like, right? They're, they're mm -hmm. like powerful. They can speak things into existence. They have urges and they make them happen. Okay, wait. Is a manifestor different than a generator? Yes. I'm, I'm oh, oh, you moved on. She moved I on. I jumped. Yes. yes. See, well, apparently the, what am I again? The projector. The projector. Projectors aren't quite as fast as the manifestors no, actually, and the generators. <laughs> projectors are actually considered the, like the new CEOs of our world. I'm just loving this sesh. <laughs> and the reason they're considered the new CEOs. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's okay. I like it. I like the sound effects. Is because they can see things in a different way. So okay, we're moving from okay. a world where we worked 50, 60 hours a week to a world where people want to work at home. And we need the projectors to refine that process for us and okay. make it better for us. So we need you, Lori. I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's reflectors. Okay. Or, or manifestors. manifestors. <laughs> so manifestors have play. That's okay. Manifestors have play like a playful urge, right? And they're like, they are a lot of your older CEOs, like people like that. Um, they can just create things often just by by going, I'm creating this. We're like a uh, generator feels pulled to something like a manifestor can just sort of create it, right? Okay. Then there's a reflect, uh, I'll go to reflectors. Reflectors is only 1% of the population. Okay. Mm. They're, they're special. They're special. You know, who's a reflector supposedly is a Sandra Bullock is a, is okay. a reflector. Oh, okay. Reflectors. I love her. I do too. Mm -hmm. I do too. I think I'm going to like reflectors. Okay. They're super. It's, what's interesting about reflectors is they're completely open. So like their job is they actually reflect to society what society is at that time. Mm, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And they're like little unicorns. I mean, if you read for a reflector, it's like, oh, my God, you're a reflector. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one are manifesting generators, which is a hybrid Ooh, between, between a manifester and a generator. Go ahead. I was going to ask you if there ever people can be kind of a blend. Like a split yeah. personality. There you go. That answer my question. Yeah. And manifesting generators are... Well, let's see. My husband's a manifesting generator. My son's mm -hmm. a manifesting generator. So they're like your and people. They have a lot of interests. They're very nonlinear beings. Okay. So they're like, do this and that. 
I think Jessica Alba might be a, a manifesting generator. So like she's an actress and she's got a cosmetic company and she's got, you know, like they have a lot of interests. They're very nonlinear and they need to be that way in this world. So they might be the kids that move on to something else and then something else and then something else. And the parents of manifesting generators kind of need to let them do that mm-hmm. because once they're done with something, they're done with something. Sounds like my Shawnee bear. Yeah. He might be, interesting. He, he might be an MG. I think both of my kids are reflectors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. So walk us through how, how you determine what you are. Okay. Or what the process yes. is. Yeah, reading somebody. So what what we use is we use your birthday, including your year, your time of birth, and your location of birth. Okay. And fortunately these days, you know, you, I have a I have a program I can type that into and make mm-hmm. and figure that out. Okay. And then from using that information, we get your energy type. We get your strategy, authority, um, which I'll explain in your readings, and um, a lot of details about you have nine energy centers in your body about what is defined for you and what is undefined for you. And a defined energy center is a place in which you put energy out into the world, and an undefined energy center is where you take in energy from the world. Wow. And most of us have both. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But there's a lot. This is a lot of this like a words. Lot. This so. is a, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But it's good a lot. It's a good a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm taking it all in. I know. I'm trying to memorize everything. So I know. Is it too much? No, no, it's not too much. <laughs> no, it's not too much. It's perfect. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Trying to memorize it so that when you get to me, but I figure you'll explain it. You, yeah. yeah. When I, once I start doing the readings, I feel like the readings really illustrate what this is about and how okay. it can help you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's jump there. Yeah. Uh, Are you okay. ready? Do I'm, you think we're ready? I think I mean, you're ready. We've yeah. covered everything that kind of lays the groundwork. I think so. I mean, I definitely think that you can, you know, you can spend like hours and hours and hours studying just sure. what is human design. But I think doing the readings is going to be really fun and it's going to okay. help you guys understand who okay. you are and what you're about. So who am I starting with? Am I starting with Lisa or am I starting with Lori? Whatever you want to do. Who do you who do you want to start with? <laughs> um, I'll start with Lori. She's right here. She's closest to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. I've had lots of coffee today. <laughs> All right. So okay. I, did, I did make copies of your chart. Okay. So... Lori, like I said, she is a projector, okay? And projectors are about 20% of the population, okay? So she is what we call an emotional projector as well. So emotions are her authority, which I'll get to in a minute. But projectors, like I said, they're not energy beings. They can go into a room, they can plug in, they can feel what is going on in a room. And by taking in that information, they can figure out what needs to be better, what needs to be fixed. They can see things that others cannot see. They have the ability to debug, to fix, to make, to tweak, like that sort of thing. Mm. They need to be invited to give this advice. Their, their aura is very penetrating, right? So it's very intense. And when they come into a room and they see something that they want to fix or a group or whatever, they have to wait for that invitation to be like, hey, Lori, what do you think? Now, I don't mean that you have to sit on the couch and just like wait, because you can also say things like, hey, if you want an opinion on you know, how to work on that, like just let me know. Or if you want to bounce some ideas off me, just let me know. And once a projector gets that invitation, then the door is open because they're such competent individuals that they, once we see what you can do, 
like we're in. But it's just like if I bring a shiny object to the table and I'm like, look at how beautiful this is. And the projector immediately will be like, it's really pretty, but we can make it shinier. <laughs> it's just their nature. Yeah. <laughs> and I just need a minute to enjoy my shiny object <laughs> and then I'm ready to move on. Does right? that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yes. <laughs> so what's interesting is I am the type that can walk. Like I do walk in a room. I, I'm a self-proclaimed Jerry Maguire. Like put me in a room and I work it. But I do not think I sit back and wait. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I, I, I think that if I see that bright, shiny object and it could be shinier, I think I, I, I think I probably ready, fire, aim, I'm going to tell you. You'll yeah. find a way to let them know. Yeah. 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 But okay. see, that's it too. There may be um, an energetic invitation that happens there. Like it, it doesn't have to be words. It doesn't yeah. have to be words. And and once the once people know you and it's like, oh, that's what Lori does, then it's like- Then they're not offended or- they're, not, right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. good. She's here to tell me my- my new piece of jewelry needs to be shinier and bigger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, okay. so, um, so yeah, I, the reason I say that like they do need an invitation is because it is very penetrating, right? It's very intense energy. And so some people just, they don't know what to do with that information so much. So I, sometimes I say that to projectors cause I'm like, don't waste your breath. If someone's really not taking your information in, they're just not ready for it. Right. Move into, move on to the next thing you want to fix and you can come right. back and do that one. You know. Well, I will say this, and Lisa, you tell me if you think ding, ding. I've always kind of considered it a little bit of a flaw that I try to fix too much and especially situations and people where, you know, I can fix that or I can help them or I can fix her or him or yes. a situation. And, yes. and sometimes you just, yeah, you just can't. And I've always right. thought it was like, God, I just, I just need to know my boundaries. I just need to know, you know, yeah. where I keep trying to fix a certain situation and, you know, right. That, right. That's why this is so helpful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think then it would be like learning how to read other people's energy to know it was time for, that they're willing to receive it. Exactly. Is the key, right? Well, if they tell you to fuck off, that's a good indication <laughs> they're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by a person's body language. Though. Yes, and yes, especially yes. because because projectors do have that ability to, to like plug into a room. You can tell when you're getting put off. I know. Oh you yeah, do. yeah, yeah. But then she just goes harder usually. I know, right? <laughs> hold hold my drink and watch this. I guys. gotta crack it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's Keep going, great. Jackie. This is great. Okay. Cool. Um. Like I said, they have a really vis they have a visionary ability and we really are looking to them right now to be like our new CEOs and our new leaders because they can make things more efficient for us and we need that. I mean, look at the incredible changes we've gone through in the past 2 years just in terms of how people are working and where they're working from. And I was just watching watching an interview last night with somebody who was saying people don't want to go back to the office. Mm -hmm. They want to continue working from home. So we need people like projectors to say Let's see how this is going to work. How about this? We need, I need to hone in my projecting skills so that my husband actually works more out of the home and gets out of my hair. Oh. <laughs> can we, can we talk about that? Well, once, yes. once we finish recording, we can talk okay. about, we can talk <laughs> yeah. about the fact that I love you, Masood, but you know. Just saying. Okay. So, well, you bring up a really good point about projectors because their energy is so, uh, like, because they come out and they're very efficient and they're like, this is what we're doing. They need time alone. They actually need time alone. You know, generators have a little bit more of a slow burn throughout the day. Projectors have more of like peaks and valleys within their energy. That is so effing true because I tell people like everyone thinks I'm on, a, a all, the time. on all the mm -hmm. time. And I will tell you that if you call me at 
anytime after seven, eight, maybe like I, my brain is like mush and I don't want to talk. I can't really think. I just want to sit and read and have my quiet time. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. And I, and I need it in the morning too. Like I like to just sit and drink my coffee and, and kind of work through my head stuff. And you, and that's the thing is like, that's with all this information and like the deconditioning that I talk about, that's when you realize, Hey, that's who I am. Like, that's normal for me. So when people are wanting my attention, it's like, no, it actually serves me and it serves everybody else if I'm true to myself and I take my time to me. So there you go. I love it. There you go. So, yeah, so they do need time for themselves and they need time to process all that, that fixing that they're doing, right? They need that as well. They, you're an emotional projector, which means that your emotions are the, they're kind of like your GPS, right? They give you information, they help you make decisions, that sort of thing. Okay. And with that emotional ability, it's a really good thing. But the one thing that I always tell emotionals, and I'm, we're actually all emotionals in the room, is you got to calm your emotions down before you make a decision. Oh, amen to that. That's uh, yeah. That's a ding-ding. And I'm looking right at you, Lise, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I literally wish I would have known that like yeah. 30 years ago. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I always tell my kids, if you have a problem, tell me er- early so I don't react. Like if you make me react to a problem, you're going to get you're, you're going to get the light switch of like the goddamn it's and the this and that. But if you kind of prepare me for something that's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm actually really good. I'm a good crisis. Like, okay, we're going to, you know. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. No, you I, keep, are. I keep interrupting. No, I'm glad because I feel like when I do a reading, it should be a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I want feedback. I want to know, hey, is this resonating with you? Like, do you, yeah. do you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So know that about yourself. You know, the be- it's like the best decisions come from still waters or some, there's like a quote like that, something like that. And, you know, so get yourself still before you, before you make decisions. And, but your emotions will tell, will kind of tell you, Mm. you know, your emotions will lead you to that, to the water and then you calm down and then you're ready to react. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So you have, when you're living in your design, you have the experience of success, meaning that you just, you know, you feel successful. You feel like you conquered things, like you got things done, like you made things better. And, um, I always want to tell people, like, when you're having the experience in one part of your life, like it happens in all parts of your life. So when we get back to that, like, concept of frequency, you're putting that frequency out you from like 300 and, out of you from like 360 degrees. So that success, like, like I said, my daughter's a projector and I've seen her like, like six great things happened for her, like at one time and she wasn't even in all those places, but maybe she was energetically, right? Mm. That's another podcast. Right. <laughs> so, right. so So that's how you feel that you're living in your design. When you are not in your design, you get really bitter. Bitterness is a projector like not self. They call it the not self. So it's just kind of like people aren't listening to me. They don't get me. They don't. You just just kind of feel bitter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you get bitter in general. Mm -hmm. Do you see that about me? Sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I think bitter is such an awful term. I don't know if bitter. I wouldn't have used the word bitter. <laughs> I would, but like sometimes, and I think it goes like back to not when you want to fix something. You yeah. don't understand why they're, they're not receiving that energy and then you get frustrated or you get grumpy. Yeah. But I think it's kind of all connected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's right. It's semantics probably mm-hmm. in a sense, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. 
the it's not like a punishment or it's not a bad thing. Mm-mm. It's just like a sign from the universe saying, maybe you're a little bit off your path here. Like maybe you just really shouldn't be doing this right now, or maybe you need to go take some quiet time or redirect. So like before you're like 10 miles down bitterness way, you know, now that you know that when you start to feel that way. Well, okay. So maybe I'm going way off topic here. So oh. let's say I'm going down bitterness way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm in the Candyland game. Um, how do I get how do I get back on my success or a frequency? Yeah. That's it's a like, great question. Um, so the first thing is you recognize it, right? right. Yeah. The, the bitterness, you recognize it. And then the second thing is, like I said, projectors need time by themselves. So it might be that you've just been putting yourself out there too much on that particular day. Mm-hmm. And it might be a situation where you have to just sort of say, I got to excuse myself right now. I mean, it kind of, it depends on the situation, right? There are situations you... I was hoping you would say tequila because oh, normally no, that's... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I forgot all about that bitterness. <laughs> I got to add that to my suggestions. Drinking. Jeez, that... Okay. Okay. All right, I cool. I love that. I okay. love that. So, so, yeah. And once again, I feel this is a really important message, and I'm going to get into your profile, which is part of your okay. reading. So, like I said, this anything I tell you, it's never to constrain you. It's always to expand you, to understand how you can use your energy in this world. Because we can all be anything, do anything. Right. It's just right. understanding that. Lori is, like I said, she's an emotional projector. You are an emotional projector, and we talked about that. And you have, everybody has a profile in human design, okay? And your profile is called, um, it's a 2-4, okay? Which, uh, you're an easy breezy genius. That's actually what that means, okay? Everyone has two numbers, and they each represent something about yourself. And it's based on these, uh, it's based on these two trigrams, um, one through six, so like one, two, three is part of it, and then four, five, six. And if you're, Lower number is, your first number is kind of how you know yourself. And then the second number is often how the world knows you. you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now it's not, they're not mutually exclusive, but it's just kind of like to give you an idea of how they work. Yeah. And also because you're a two, four, because the first number is smaller, you have a personal karma in this world. You can either have a personal karma or a transpersonal karma. And the way I view how to, the way I describe this is with the personal karma, you're working on yourself and by working on yourself, everything else kind of unfolds, right? So the karma mm-hmm. unfolds like from you, okay? When you have a transpersonal karma, you sort of start out working on everything else around you and then the karma moves within. So it's just like, it's just which way the karma folds is mm-hmm. how I look at it. Okay. But in the end, we all work with ourselves and we all work with other people. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. So a two, four, um, twos. So the two part of that. Okay. So, so the two part of you is these people have natural gifts. So you have natural gifts. You have natural things that you can do. And you probably don't even realize that these are gifts because the two was like, they don't even know they can do these things. Like I, I read for a couple twos recently and one of them, she's like this phenomenal party planner, right? Mm-hmm. But to her, it's very natural. And she mm-hmm. always wonders why other people aren't having parties. And I'm like, well, it's because you're the best party planner we know. So no one's going to throw one like you, you know, twos have this ability, these natural gifts. And I think Lori, I think like I was thinking about, I've known you for a while, like what are your natural gifts? One of the things I think Lori has is this like incredible sense of humor. I think you're really funny and you're witty, like you're quick, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a very natural thing that you have. And I think sometimes a lot of twos think everybody else has it and they don't. 
you know, we're all trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does you, does, do, do you relate to that? Sometimes. I, I Quite honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're speechless. <laughs> I don't know what to about that. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you don't think no, you're winning? I mean, you, de- no, I do. Th- I, I, well, I've been told. So when you've been told enough times, there are some people that I call them my my banter partners that can like we can go back and forth. Uh-huh. And, and I think we lose other people in the process, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But the twos, they need to hear that from the rest of us because it is so natural for you that you don't even know that you have these gifts. Um, and a twos also want to be hermity sometimes. They want to go away. They want to kind of be alone. So once again, we're getting back to that desire that you have for that alone time. It's really real for you. It's really important for you. You're not a bad person if you need that alone time. You're actually going to benefit everybody around you by doing that. Masood, you will be listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just being authentic and honest. You are. You are. And quick and witty. Okay. Okay, so then you also have this four part of you, okay? Fours are natural networkers. So it's sort of interesting. You have like this hermit part of you, which is, and this creative, like, you have these gifts and you like them and you sort of have a little bit of a hermity part to you. But then you have this four, which is a networker. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a natural ability to create community, okay, mm-hmm. and to also work through your networks. So what I always tell fours is people delight in helping you as a four. Like they like being a part of your network. They want to be a part of it mm-hmm. because it's like usually a pretty happening network. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Use it. Because it's not, it's just a part of who you are. It flows very naturally from you to network with other people. I love that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's spot on. Spot on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know who is a 2-4? You're going to love this. Because I always like to list a couple famous. Yeah. um, Oprah Winfrey. I knew it. (laughs) Oprah, we are soul sisters. Seriously. And think about that because she has, I mean, look at her networking, right? Right. But then she had her private, you know, she's got her ranch in Santa Barbara Mm -hmm. and, you know, her places where she completely retreats. And I actually think when you are that much of a networker, you do need to naturally retreat. Yeah. yeah. There comes a point where you just need to be alone. Yeah. (laughs) So the last thing, the one thing I want to say about the four as well is that you're really happiest when you are bringing people together, when you're bringing your network together, you're happiest when you bring community together. Um, And so that's a natural role for you. So in terms of this podcast and what you're doing and bringing Mm -hmm. this community of women together, like, does that not make perfect sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, Lori's always, I mean, she has her friend feeds on her phone and you're always bringing people together. Oh, thank you. Always. Yeah. That's that's supernatural to you. Yeah. <laughs> what is it what? with me and the buttons today? <laughs> you are pushing buttons, girl. I know. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. And obviously there's so much more to her. If someone wanted a reading, there's she has like she has five like, papers for Lori. Yeah, we're not going to deep and dive that, but we are later. She's giving us a good example of what, what a starting of a reading would look like yeah. if yeah. you were going to come um, have a reading from Jackie. Yeah, exactly. And we get into yeah. a lot of stuff in readings, and I'll just talk about that while I get my notes out for Lisa. We get into a lot of things, and I even like to share with people like some of the fears or things that they've come to work on in this life, because I think it's good to know that. Yeah. I think it's good to know what you've come to bump up against, because then you can transform that energy as well. I love that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. This is Lisa. Okay. So okay. Lisa is a generator energy type. She's also an emotional 
uh, mm-hmm. and emotional. Okay. So um, generators, like I said, they house the life force for the rest of us. And they are the type of people that really like to lift a room up. They want people to feel good. They want everyone around them to feel good. It's a very natural state of a generator. And what's interesting is that generators often don't even realize their impact like because they naturally do that. And then they'll run into somebody a couple months later and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I had that day with you. And I just want to tell you how great I felt after we spent time together. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's really cool. And so generators don't always get that feedback, though, because sometimes right. you, don't, you never see the person again. Um, so I like to tell generators that. Yeah. So th- when generators are doing what they love, they light up a room. They're luminous, Right. But, and so that's very important. The generators follow their gut. It's a very guttural, like gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Like I said, something's either going to draw you to it or they're going to, it's going to completely repel you. And it's energetically correct for you to listen to that. Okay. Mm. If something's repelling you, get out. Right. I usually do. (laughs) No. Yeah. yeah. She has no problem doing that, but that is spot on. Like you are definitely go with the gut gal. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. It's really important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're taught to be like logical in this life and reason everything out, which, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely an element of life that, that you should do that. But Mm -hmm. I think it's important to learn to listen to the rest of our body too, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, it's a visceral response. So, uh, and when they're, when they're lit up by what they're doing, it lights everybody else around, up around them. But when they are not, and that's the other reason. (laughs) (laughs) Finish that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Everybody in the room is like, (laughs) (laughs) that maybe has been said about me a time or two. Yeah. I can't, that resonates with me. That's good. That's good. But what what also resonates is that you, you, hundred percent when you're in your element are, you have this magical energy about you. Oh, like, you know, just as recently as a Halloween party, you know, <laughs> you doing beer bongs and entertaining everyone. And I mean, she was the life, she was the life Aww. force of that, uh, of that event. Okay. She sorry. was drawn to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She was drawn to that. And because you, because people generally do want a generator at a party because they can be a whole lot of fun, generators definitely need to learn when to say yes and when to say no. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they tend to. Sometimes I'll say we because I'm a generator too. So I'm, yeah. Okay. Um, generators tend to have boundary karma. It's like I will do this for you. I'll do, and they end up trying to please people, and there's too much people pleasing that goes on, mm-hmm. and then their aura gets clogged with too much stuff that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So. It's good for them to say no. And, and it's good for a generator. It's good for you to say, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. That's a good tool. Yeah. 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 You, you're pretty good at that. I, I've had to learn to yeah. do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good that mm-hmm. you've learned because it it I'm not perfect at it, but I'm, I do know I learned early on that that's something I need to be better at. So good. I've worked on that. That's good. And I think that's good for anybody. I think that's good for a projector as well. Like it's, you know, especially because projectors need time Mm -hmm. for themselves. It's good Mm -hmm. to to say, I can, let me think about it. I'll sleep on it. So, because what happens then with the generators is when all that stuff sort of clogs up your aura, when you've said yes to things you don't want to say no to, then you're not making space for the things that are really supposed to come to you. So that's why I'm telling you that make space for the things that really want to, that you really want to come to you. And so sometimes for a generator, that's a little bit difficult because they have to sit in this stillness and it almost feels like they're going backwards. They're like, but wait, I have a slow burn all day. I can do things all day long. (laughs) Yes. So that's what I'm telling you. It's okay Okay. to sit in that stillness. Um, And what's really cool about generators is their strategy is to respond. 
So basically life sort of serves you up, the like shows you like a buffet, right? Do you want this Lisa? Do you want that Lisa? Would you like this Lisa? Mm. And when your aura is clear, like, you, you know, you'll see all those things and then you can say, yes, I want that. No, I don't want that. Yes, I want that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a very cool um It's a very cool thing. Um, What's interesting about generators is they've also been kind of taken advantage of throughout history because they have, because they are the people that make everybody else feel good. So (laughs) sometimes it's like, go do my work, you know, like that sort of thing. Um, So yeah, so you definitely light everybody else up around you. And I think that's a beautiful quality. Yeah, for sure. So only say yes to the things that excite you. Okay. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Only because okay. because generators are very creative beings, like they're naturally mm-hmm. very creative beings. And I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You're naturally a very creative person. And that is one of the energetic things of generators. We're like projectors are here to fix, to debug, to make things better. And not that they're not creative. They are. But generators are very creative people. You know, they're often, mm-hmm. they're artists, they're just interior designers, like stuff like that. They're very drawn to making the entire environment more beautiful. And in fact, you have this thing, like we all have this like spidey sense. I think yours was inner vision. And so mm-hmm. inner vision is super cool because that is when you have this like incredible imagination mm-hmm. and you can create a beautiful space for other people and also help people envision what they want in life. Mm-hmm. So do, do you relate to that? Do you wow. find? Um, you are very creative. I am creative, and I do and very I visual. Love, I'm very visual. Yeah, I would say that part of it really resonates for sure. So yeah. that beauty really inspires the people around you more than mm. you probably even realize. Probably, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I don't realize that. So that's good to know. Yeah, Lisa. What it inspires me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it actually. No, it really, it really does. She, yeah, she does all. She does all of our creative stuff, and she's, you oh, know, right. she's right. great at it. Anyway, it makes a lot of sense that you two work together. Like when I looked at your charts, I went, "Yeah, this makes a lot of sense." Because I see like the creativity, and then I see the this is how we're going to mm-hmm. make that even better. Mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. that between the two of you. Okay, I want to tell you about your not self. So when you're not living your design, well, first of all, when you're living your design, I like to start there. When you're living your design, you have a feeling of satisfaction. It's like, I have done, I have conquered, I have done what I meant to do today. Like I got Mm -hmm. my to-do list done or, you know, whatever that Mm -hmm. is, right? So yours was a feeling of success when Uh you're living your life. Mm -hmm. Mine's a feeling of satisfaction. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And when you're in your not self, you get a feeling of frustration Mm -hmm. and everything feels stuck. Mm -hmm. everything. And like I said, when I was talking about Lori, it's like not only like whatever is in front of you, but everything in your life just kind of goes, oh, and it just feels real, real stuck. Or uh, like overwhelmed is the word that comes to mind for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So that's how you feel it Mm -hmm. is a sense of overwhelmness. Mm -hmm. So before you head down that road, you really pay attention to that. It's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing. It's Mm -hmm. just the universe telling you, hey, you need to go chill for a little while or go, go do something that lights you up because this okay. is not lighting you up. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So that's important for, for you to know. And I've okay. played with that concept a lot and it's very true. You know, it's mm-hmm. very true. Your profile is a five one, your two numbers. Okay? okay. Which means that you have a transpersonal karma. So your karma, like I said, it's about like you kind of work out 
society, you know, with everybody, and that energy comes into you and rises you up as okay. well as everybody else. You're called the heretic investigator, the challenge solver. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And That's so, your new nickname, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so the fiveness in you, uh, that five, you very much have that hero, hero energy about you. Okay, mm. kind of like a save the day kind of energy, and okay. you're very you're very good at it. And that would be my guess. Like, I know you have three girls, and yeah. I, I bet you've saved a few days in your life. Oh right? yeah, right? yes, yes, right, <laughs> yes, yeah. And you can do that. So you want to you want to make it because you do have that generator energy. You also do want to make it better for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the the interesting thing about that is sometimes you can take that over the edge too much, and sometimes the best way to save the day is to let somebody else save the day, and. If you're saving too many days, then you're going to be given with the gift of burnout, right? right? And 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 once again, pay attention to that and be like, wait, I think I'm putting myself out there too much for other people. And also, yeah. because you can do that sort of thing, people do kind of expect that from you. Like, well, hmm. Lisa will do it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Do you ever experience that? Not so, um, in your home, probably maybe more than in my anything. Home. Yeah. yeah, in my home, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, so fives are, they feel the force of other people's projections on them and they don't really want to let them down. You know, yeah. they want to, they want to help them. They want to fulfill those projections. Right. Right. Um, I'm a five as well. So mm-hmm. I, I'm actually a generator five one, just like you. So oh, I really can experience. <laughs> Lori's our outlier yes. here. Yes. <laughs> I'm smack in the middle of both of them. <laughs> so yeah, you, you know, so just like I said, pay attention to that. If you feel burnout or you're feeling too much, like you're doing too yeah. much for other people. The one is super interesting because the one is the researcher. So they mm. love to research stuff. They love that. To- is so damn true. <laughs> is so it very is. True. Yes. 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 Tell. So you like to research? Oh, I, everything. I'm, I have to know everything. If I'm reading about something, I have to look at. It. I have to look she, up the person's she's face. She's the Google to, queen. Yeah, I yeah. Look, I'm always looking things up. Perfect yeah. example of a one. In fact, they say ones will very easily go down the Google rabbit hole. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just go. For sure. And yeah. they always want to know the next level of something. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's and life I like if to you let other people know, know about that level. Did right? you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and it's stuff that no one gives a shit about. But I do. <laughs> but you do. Right? <laughs> and do you sometimes feel like when you're trying to explain something because you don't, because you don't know, like, because you know so much, you don't know always know where to begin yes yeah yes yeah i think Lori would agree with that like sometimes i have a hard time getting started because my brain is like got this much stuff in it and narrowing it all down to say it and see that's the important thing for uh, a five one to know yeah is that because they usually they're trying to become the authority naturally Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like especially before they go out and talk to other people about things they want to make sure they have their facts straight they want to make sure because you got the hero part which is i don't want to let them down i want to meet their projections then you got the one part which is like i want to know my shit right? right and so what's really good for five ones to know is their worth and to mm. understand that you probably know a lot more than you think you know, and that you're worth a lot more than you probably think you're worth. And I'm not saying you have low self-esteem. No, that no, sounds no. Bad, but, no. But, you know, like five ones are kind of, because they have the hero mentality, they don't always charge enough. They don't always, like, they don't always see their worth. Mm. And often the people around you will remind you of your worth. Like, okay. hey, Lisa. Just like I said, with Lori, they'll remind her of her gifts. Mm-hmm. With you, the people around you will remind you of your worth. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of people you want, you okay. want around you. 
Interesting. I love you, Lisa. Thank you. (laughs) It is. There is always this feeling of having to know more. I totally understand. That's why I have like 4,000 pages of notes here, right? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And some of the famous uh, five ones are Buckminster Fuller. So you know who that is? The geodesic dome, created the geodesic dome and really right. thought that he was going to help. Tran- Doesn't ring a bell. No, but I will Google it. You will Google yeah. it. Yeah. And here's something one, one to one. Yeah. Okay. He is the most Googled name, like, I don't know, in Google history or something What's like. What's his name? Buckminster Fuller. Buckminster. We'll need to get the spelling of that after the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Ra'aruhu, who is actually the founder of... The founder of human design. I don't get Oprah. I don't get Oprah. No, you, no, no, but you know who you do get. This is what you're going to love. This is who you do get. And I think Lori's going to be jealous of this one. Hugh Hefner. Uh, oh. oh. I kind of, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Hugh. Um, Neil Armstrong. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, I like that. Um, and Anne Frank. Oh, wow. You've got a very eclectic. I do. Fun group with you. (laughs) Strong. Yeah. I just let it just be known that mine was so powerful. I just was the power of one. got the power of one. We didn't even need to say our last name. Oprah. Yeah. Okay. I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, also, uh, two other two fours are Barbara Streisand and Aretha Franklin. Oh, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Babs and, yeah. Okay. (laughs) They're in their company. But like you can see the energy there, the like like Neil Armstrong and Frank, you know, those mm-hmm. are people that are heroes to our society, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Okay, that this has been amazing. I love, love learning how I can navigate this, all this stuff that makes complete sense. It does. It's registered really pretty accurately. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And like uh, one of the things I wanted to mention the next level of this, I mean, there's a whole lot more we could do if we were doing a full reading, but is how people interact with each other based on their energy. And when I looked at your charts, what I noticed is that Lori is all about community, about bringing community together. It's very much about who you are, bringing the tribe together and you know what the tribe needs, right? And Lisa, you have um, an innate understanding of yourself an innate understanding of how to help others. Mm. So between the two of you, between your natural innate ability to understand how others need might need to be brought up or risen or helped, and Lori's ability to bring community together, like the two of you doing this podcast is like perfect. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. It validates us what it, we're doing. It does. It makes me feel a little bit of warm heart here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you going to ask her where we can find you? Yes. Yeah. Let's let's give our listeners um, an idea of where they can find you if they're interested in a reading and and your website and all the above. Yeah. So. Okay. So they can email me at grossmanjackie at yahoo dot com, and okay. it's just gross and man g r o s s m a n j a c k i e at yahoo.com or they can go to my website which is bigspiritlittlebody.com oh my god that's perfect because she's little, she has a little body <laughs> yes and we'll have that on our links um and in, in our bio on our, our instagram 
Yes, we yes. will. Fantastic. And, and our new website. And our new website. Yeah. I love that. I love we I have know. a website. It I'm is. so excited. Me too. And if they mention she's a 10 in their email, I'll give them 20% off their first reading. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, you hear that? I love that. I love that. Thank you for that. Thank That's you. awesome. And you guys should do a reading. It's really cool. I know. Um, the, the amount of information on here that she couldn't even go into, I'm looking at my sheet yeah. and I'm excited to look at it, download afterwards. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. Ready to be put in the hot seat? Yay. Okay. (laughs) We're going to go through this really rapid fire. So, you know, in the spirit of human design and just being a human, you know, I thought we could like test your innate ability and understanding of human nature. So you ready? I think so. Okay. Our strongest memories are usually inaccurate or accurate. Mm, Inaccurate. Ooh, good one. Ding, ding. One point for you, Jackie. How long can we sustain a high level of concentration? Mm, I don't know. 10 minutes. That's pretty scary if you're going to have surgery. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about that. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Right? There's a lot of things that take a long time. Okay. Um, Most of our decisions are made consciously or subconsciously? Subconsciously. That is correct. I didn't know that. How long does it take in days to form a habit? I've heard 21 and I've also heard 66. Oh my God. Ding, ding. 66. Oh, wow. She's good at this. I heard 21, but I hadn't heard 66. Remember, I'm a one. I've researched a lot. Yeah. (laughs) We're learned. And and subconsciously, you knew what I was going to ask, right? I did. Okay. Are we more creative when rested or tired? Oh, that's an interesting one. Okay. I'm going to say... Tired. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Because I, I think I you let go of like mm-hmm. your normal paradigm. Yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We have one more, and then Lisa has her big wazoo. <laughs> what is just as important to our health as diet and exercise? Oh, rest, community, meditation, exercise. Did you say exercise? There? I did. Yeah. Okay. Rest, community, food. Well, you said food. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> Relationships. Oh, yeah. I guess I would include yeah. that in community. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say that yeah. community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought these were very interesting. Yeah, and so. super interesting. All right, Lisa. Jackie, we love to ask our guests, what does the phrase she's a 10 mean to you? So she's a 10 for me means that a woman is courageously and unapologetically who she is, honestly. She's willing to talk about who she is and be comfortable with sharing concepts that might make others uncomfortable. That's a new one and a great I one. I love that. That I gave me chills. Love that. Oh, I okay. love that. And because you answered it so fantastically, yeah. guess what you get today? Oh, no. What? I don't know. A beautiful bottle of notorious pink rosé baby rose. Yes. yes i'm so in on that <laughs> yeah live notoriously baby so yeah you'll be walking out of the door with that bad boy yeah oh right. cool i was right. hoping i'd yeah. get a, one of yeah, those you, Thanks, you, always yeah. okay all right we're gonna end on a little song we haven't done this for a few episodes and we're gonna actually belt out and this is a surprise jackie but um you're gonna know this okay here we go It's human nature. Why? Why do they do it that way? If they say why, why, why? <laughs> Tell them that it's human nature. Why? Why do they do it that way? All right. Well, uh, 
We know why we do it that way, right? Jackie just told us exactly why we do it that yes. way. Go. There you Thank go. you so us. much for being Thank here. You. Welcome. So fun. I enjoyed it. Yes, I it was it. fun. Okay, and um, let's now go deep dive into the rest of this. Pile of let's design. do it. Yeah, let's all right. Let's do it. Okay, thank you for Thanks, joining us, Jackie. everyone. Okay, Bye. thank you, ladies. Follow us on Instagram at She's a Ten Times Five. Click on the link in our bio to listen. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe. <laughs>